1: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal way back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series joining you at 9.30 Monday to Friday every single week I'm joined by Bailey how do you doing, mate you good I'm good I'm good how are you yeah, not bad mate not bad we're over the stresses of the window now and uh, looking forward to Wolves Chris how are you doing fella
2: yeah not too bad thank you mate I'm kind of glad that um, that the transfer window's behind us now and we can focus on football again and and, and the Arsenal moving forward. Hopefully mm. some good results to come over the coming weeks.
1: Absolutely. Um and so that's why we're going to start with uh, kind of the probably the biggest talking point off field right now, which is Bakaya Saka's contract situation. His deal runs out in 2024. He'll have two years left at the end of this season. Do you think baby this is now the most important issue at the club? Like we're now out of the window in regards to talking about transfers. We're now in a situation where we're looking ahead to the future, and obviously, Wolves coming up on the horizon. But in regards to off-field issues, is this the number one for Arsenal to sort now?
0: Well, yeah, of course. I think he's our he's our spearhead. He's the one who's going to carry us going forward, and we need to get him to get need to get him a new contract. I think you have two years remaining at the end of this season, and that's always dangerous territory. You don't want to put yourself in that situation because then the power almost goes in his hands we know Liverpool were interested in him in the past he'll have every club in the world want, wanting him wanting him and if we are not getting Champions League football he could leave he could leave and I wouldn't blame him for leaving either because he is that much of a star player so we mm. really do need to nail him down into a new contract and let him propel us into the Champions League football so yeah yeah that is a yeah, <laughs> simple, yeah, yes. simple
1: answer yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean Chris when we talk about wages Zachary is obviously one of our standout performers so does the wage that we offer him have to elevate into a level that he's what top five top three top one earner at the club
2: yeah quite potentially I think um, if if we want to move forward as a football club and continue building on what we already have here continue building a very strong talented team and obviously get back amongst the, the the best in the game let alone in the Premier League then we've got to we've got to um you know, get our our best talented players down on new deals um, as often as possible and wherever possible. And obviously, Saka fits into that category. He's absolutely crucial to this team. Um, And without him, you know, I think we'd we'd be struggling a lot more. Um, He he saved us many times. And obviously, you know, he he gets things working up the pitch. He gets things moving. Um, He can create opportunities out of nowhere. And I think his energy, his work rate, um, and his character, his personality gets the team in a good place as well. So he's he's absolutely crucial to this team. And, um, yeah, now the window's shut and, you know, we, we know that with the, the bunch of players that we're working with, Arteta knows that the squad that he has as he, at his disposal, we now need to obviously focus on getting some of those players down on new contracts. Um, uh, Saka's absolutely should be at the, at the top of the list um, obviously, he's been linked with other clubs. I know Liverpool's name has cropped up before. And the thing is, because of his talent and because of his the age and the potential that he has, you know, he's already one of the most exciting young players in, in the world, in my opinion, and he's only going to get better. And um, unfortunately, you know, although that's fantastic and we're lucky to have that our football club, you know, interest from other clubs and from the, you know, the biggest clubs in the world um, comes and is included with that as well. Um, that is just a standard, you know, when you have such a, um, an exciting player at your football club. So, um, you know, of course, we've always got to be wary of their interest, but the, the best way we can deal with that and to maybe reduce the fears of, of us losing him is obviously penning him down on a new deal. So the sooner we can get that done, the better.
1: Okay, lovely stuff. I think that when we look at a player like Saka, obviously we know that he's he's going to be something special. He's the, the future of Arsenal, um, and that has to be reflected in in kind of what we pay him. Uh, there is though this issue, Bailey, that he's twenty years old, and we could already be putting him on a six figure contract, and he's got ten years ahead of him still, at least ten years. To the point where the wages could get astronomical if we keep on renewing and renewing and renewing. So how do you how do you deal with that?
0: Look, Tommy's going to get that wherever he goes. He goes to let's say Real Madrid, he's going to get the same amount of money. He goes to Manchester City, he goes to Liverpool, he's going to get the same amount of money because that's the stock he is. That's the type of player he is. That's how good he is. So wherever he goes, he's going to get that type of money. And we have to be prepared if you want to be if you want to keep the best players in now in football nowadays, you have to be prepared to spend the best money, the most money. So yeah, if it costs a lot, so what? It costs a lot. We've Saved a lot, a hell of a lot of wages after the sales of Bamiyang, etc. and other players. So we have got them we have got the availability to give him that much money. And he deserves it. If a player deserves something, you give it to them. I think he deserves this amount of money. He's proved himself. It's not like he's coming from the academy. I'm starting like Chelsea done with Callum Hudson and It's not that type of situation where he doesn't really deserve it. But Saka's showed now, he's been in the first team for three seasons, I believe. He deserves to give him the money. If you mm-hmm. play well, you get rewarded and he deserves to be rewarded.
1: Asa in the chat says, I am really worried that Arsenal will lose Saka, Martinelli, and other young talents if this failure of finishing eighth carries on for a few more years. I mean, Chris, do you think that if we were to finish outside of Europe this season, we would struggle to renew that contract, or do you think that Saka is very much committed to the club?
2: I I still get the sense that he's he's very much committed to the club. Again, he's still very young as well. Um, He's made his his love and um, admiration for the club very clear as well. Um, so I would like to think, you know, he's he's not looking to make that that leap just yet. Um, and, you know, it's not just Saka that I'm, I'm worried about. I think um, as the, that comment put there, you know, Martinelli, Mill Smith, of course, as well, are both um, very, very big talents who have bright futures ahead of them. And again, who are only going to get better because one, they've got the talent, but they've also got the attitude as well. Um, and they've got the personalities to to just be um big big stars so yeah uh, of course you know finishing in the champions league um uh, spaces and, and qualifying for, for for that competition always helps it's always a big boost and of course the you know we often hear about how players want to be playing in that competition um that is the ultimate goal for this football club it has been for mm-hmm. the last few seasons hasn't it returning there and getting there because not only will it boost our current squad and And their sort of um, their their will to, to play for this football club. But it also, of course, helps attract potential transfer targets as well. So absolutely crucial that we get there soon
1: interesting that don bring out the point that messi ended up being very expensive for barca but the revenue that he brought to the club was even greater you never know what kind of player saka could turn into be. And the, the draw of of his talent at arsenal could offset what we might end up paying which is very very true um mark says now that our astronomical earners are out the club we need to reward our current players who we want to keep and get them happy no more 350 k's Per week, we saw a lot of players leave, which allowed, like, a for instance, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a second. But we saw Chambers, names to make the Niles. Um, Kalasin actually was on a big wage move on, too. Uh, we're expecting to see more players in the summer move on. Torreira permanently, Ganduzi permanently. But Leno is likely going to leave El Nenny, Lacazette, uh, and Ketty are all going to move on, too. Do you think, Bailey, that though this season and where we've kind of left the squad, do you think there's any kind of overreaction to how many players we let go? Because we have 17 games left, you know, we've it's, it's a situation that we can manage game by game. There are going to be times where we have a game once a week and have plenty of recovery. So do you think there was maybe an overreaction at all to how many players we let leave? Or was there any credence to that argument that we shouldn't have let some players like Mainsley yeah. or Chambers go out?
0: Yeah, I think it was the volume. I don't think it was the volume of players. It's the way we let them go. I think if, for example, we let Mainsley now Chambers go, but we brought a couple of players in or a player in, then there'll be no after all, and I think if we brought a striker in as well, there'd be, the people, the fan base would be much less angry. I can say that. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, we did get rid of a lot of our deadwood who we've been trying to get rid of for a long time. And I think if it was in the summer, it would be much more appreciated. I think people would be more understanding. But the fact that it was in January where stuff is uncertain, we're still fighting for a Champions League place, of course, it's, it's risky. That's the thing. I think it's the element of risk that is scaring Arsenal fans. But if you look at it in, gener- in, in general, it was, a good, it was a good thing to do to get rid of the dead wood, but we just didn't bring any players in. And I think that's the main issue here. I don't think it's the players we got rid of. It's the issue it of not bringing players in. That's why people are so angry.
1: Yeah, I know. I see what you mean. Absolutely. I, I think that we've left the, the defence kind of... Say Ben White gets injured in the same week Gabriel gets a suspension. Tommy Asu, no, we've we struggled um, to kind of get... Uh, someone fit in the right back position. And all of a sudden we're looking for Callum Chambers and we're thinking, where's he gone? Or Maitland niles where's he gone? And that could be real. And if say, if we've got say a big game that week, and we've got lots of big games for the rest of the season, we may find ourselves being frustrated uh, with that. But, it will have to cross that bridge when it does come. But what I would say is that all the players that have been playing pretty much the entire season are still here. We haven't really lost anyone that's been playing a significant number of games, bar Abamyang. Speaking of which, Chris, the Times reported this morning that seven million pounds is what it costs to terminate Abamyang's contract. Worth it to get him out the door?
2: Seven million is a lot of money, isn't it, to to let someone go? At least to um, me. I
1: might not be to you. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Look, I think what we do know is that it was quite clear there was no way back for Abamyang. OK, and so it was it was kind of crucial that we we, um, we got him off the books uh, last month, because if not, we would have been paying, you know, his um, big wages for the, the rest of the season. We would have had an unhappy player in the squad um, who, again, you know, because of, the situation it, it could have caused even more negativity throughout the team um and it's not a great look is it let's be honest if if there's a player there who it's quite clear he's not going to play for the club again but you know he's he's still here um and it would have cost the club even more than you know there's just seven million pounds so I suppose if you look in that look at it in that way where we've saved I think it was reported that we could be saving up to 25 million now with his, his wages off the books um so when you look at it as in we've paid seven million to 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 sort of get him off now um but mm. and, and compare it to what we would be saving in the long run I suppose it doesn't look as bad but still it's a lot of money isn't it and I brought out the point earlier that actually seven million pounds could have been put put towards a new signing um I know it doesn't get you an awful lot nowadays but still um you know it could have contributed to someone that yeah, it's what it is. You know, it's not not much we can do about it now. We just got to accept the fact that we've done what we've done. About uh, Babiang's gone, and um, now we we we've set ourselves up to have a busy but yet yeah, exciting summer. Hopefully, um, with with the developments over the last mm. month. So that's all we can wait for now. Is not it? I want the the summer to arrive quickly, and, and I'm really intrigued to see what we can what we can get done.
1: Absolutely. Um, to see all that money go off the wage bill as well. I mean, to nearly half of what we were at the beginning of the 2020-21 season, where we have Willian and Aubameyang still, of course, there and stuff. It's its quite—it's mad to think where things have changed since then uh, and how much money could be invested in, in wages and players in the summer and renewing contracts like Martinelli and Saka um, and players returning and integrating him into the team. Now, a certain William Saliba, Bailey, was, let, let's be real, it was done like a kipper <laughs> by Dembélé for Leon. Uh, I was treated—I say treated. It wasn't nice to watch, but I, I enjoyed the the piece of skill that Dembélé uh, delivered uh, a lot. I mean, I've seen I've seen him U-turn a lot worse than that on six aside. I have to say, but uh, <laughs> but I mean, it was uh, not. I don't I don't look at it as a concerning moment because yeah. it's just a great bit of skill from Dembélé yeah. and a great turn. But do you see this being something that gets over-analysed and looked at even in more depth? I mean, even someone could do like a Y scout analysis on it. Stay oh, peeled, to football oh, London. A me, later, right? <laughs> <me>. <laughs> what do you think about it, though, mate?
0: Yeah, I think look, players get spun every day. They're professional footballers. Everyone's got a piece of quality. That did look bad, and the timing of the game wasn't great either. I believe it was the 88th minute, one-one in a massive derby. You don't want that to happen to your centre back, but it did, and. Saliba is such a sensitive topic that anything happens to Saliba, everyone jumps on it, good or bad. So, mm. yeah, just calm down. He's young. He's It's going to happen. It happens to every defender. It happens, it happens to Van Dijk. One of the best defenders in the world is going to happen to William Saliba. But um, what really touched me about the game was Gwendouzi scoring the goal, the opening goal. I didn't really like that either. So it was a tough game to watch as an Arsenal fan. Gwendouzi opening the scoring and then Saliba getting spun up right at the end. Just a, yeah, bad opening, bad ending. But throughout the game, Saliba weren't terrible. It was just the ending that was uh, noted and you don't want it to happen through Misa Dembele but that's not the greatest. So,
1: Yeah, another yeah. player that's been linked heavily to Arsenal uh, yeah. for some, some time uh, when he was at Atletico Madrid and when he was at Lyon before that. So, uh, I think he was at Fulham, wasn't he, at one point too? So, yeah, uh, He's an interesting striker that I think this time has probably moved on from the links of Arsenal. But he, yeah, he really did uh, show up William Saliba last night in what was an entertaining game between the two. But yeah, frustrating seeing Gendouzi score. He's having a great time over there and will continue to when he joins them in the summer on a permanent deal. Speaking of which, Chris in the chat says, "Guys, Stuttgart is in a relegation fight. Meaning, Mavropanos' deal doesn't become automatic. Any chance we can have him back?" Uh, As my understanding is, Chris, that whilst it may not be automatic, uh, they will still have an option to buy him if they. Go down. It's not obligation, but it will become a very option that's very achievable still. So I don't hold out any great hope on him staying. Uh, Cass Chris asked the question. Apparently, the Turkish window is still open until the eighth of February, so El could still leave as Fenerbahce and Galatasaray still want him. Although I think he will leave on a free in the summer. Can we afford to let El go? Can't
2: believe I'm saying this, but no, we can't. Um I, I just think that would create even more anger because look, although El Nenny, you know, he's he's a bit of a squad rotation player, isn't he? You know, he's not a regular starter, but we've been banging on for the last month how we we're quite short in terms of depth in, in central midfield and you know, one or two injuries away for or even a suspension with Xhaka away um from from becoming even more short. Um, so I think it would not be wise to, to let Elneny go now I, I think that's something the club would consider as well, you know, the fact that the window is shut for us, we can't do any more this month until the end of the season um, I think they'd see that as a huge risk, but again, you know, if it's a, an offer comes in that we simply cannot refuse and and the player is eager to move, that's another factor of course that we've got to to think about and, um, uh, and then of course it's, it's possible for it to happen, but it would be risky, wouldn't it? But then again, mm. Arsenal have been taking some big risks over the last month with some of the deals that they've accepted. So, who knows?
1: Uh, Sasha says, "Juve claims that they're broke and pushed ahead with the Super League." Yeah, how did they manage to do that much business in the window? I mean, Bailey, what? Give me your legal point of view on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> always going to be these questions. Always.
0: Look, yeah, look. Your guess is as good as mine. To be spot. but there, that is. Interesting, to say the least. It is an interesting one. Kulishevsky
1: and uh Bentacore's departures definitely probably yeah, helped. Let's
0: definitely. Be fair. Despite the agent fee for which being...
1: Yeah, uh, I love this from Marcus. If we let anyone else go, Tom has got to sign. I mean, I reckon I could do I a have, job
0: if you've seen like, plate TC at six aside,
1: mate. When you watch, I mean, this week, <laughs> fingers crossed, you're going to see the first episode of the Arsenal Way six aside. Um, and I'm just saying, just watch the finishing from, from <laughs> our boy. From our boy, I'm just saying, just watch the finishing. Um, Let's scroll down a little bit more See so if we've missed any other questions. Uh, Colin says, trustee may replace Saliba. How much did we pay Stan for him? Do you think, Chris, that this Austin trustee is going to come in and block the path of William Saliba at all?
2: No, not, not at all. Um, I, I mean, look, trustee, we, we've got to respect the fact he's an Arsenal player now. I know not a lot of people saw that one coming on deadline day. Maybe obviously a lot of Arsenal fans aren't too familiar with him as well look, he's still a young lad 23 i think he's obviously um fulfilled a dream by moving to arsenal i know he's still at colorado rapids until the end of the season and then and then the plan is for arsenal to loan him out to a european club uh, next summer uh, or next season uh, in the summer um arsenal confirmed that in in the uh, announcement so um looks like it's just about improving relations with colorado rapids building um building relationships and and strategies between him. Obviously it's a club that Stan earns as well. So um, it kind of reminded me of that Takuma Asano deal. Can you remember that a few years ago where it was just sort of a, a publicity stunt almost. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I think um, of course you can't rule out Trusty representing Arsenal in the future. You know, he could do really well this season, go out on loan next season again, do really well in pressing training when he's here as well. And, um, uh, I know a lot of people who, who have watched him seem to, to think he's got some potential and got some talent in there. Um, so who knows? He's an Arsenal player technically now. So we'll just have to watch his development closely and see how he gets on. Um, he may surprise all and um, do really well. But in terms of impacting Saliba's development and chances of making it at Arsenal, I don't think it will have a, a direct, direct impact on that at all, really.
1: Mm, Yeah, one to to keep an eye on for the future, for sure. Um, What I want to finish off the uh, show today is just asking for a prediction um, from both of you as how you feel about, we didn't really do this based upon the end of the transfer window and it's the first time that all three of us have been on since the close of it. I'm going to ask for a prediction based upon what did and didn't happen, how confident you are about the chase for the top four. Bailey, starting with you, how are you feeling about it?
0: Yeah, I'm just having a look at the table now, and uh, yeah, I'm not confident. <laughs> I'm really not confident um, to get ahead of United and Tottenham. United got the firepower. They were initially fighting for the league title, so top four is almost an embarrassment for them. So it's like mm-hmm. that's the bare. I feel like for them that's the bare minimum. Tottenham, of course, Antonio Conte. They got Shrews to Kuliszewski and Benteke. They got Harry Kane. You can just carry them through times of tough of need. Really, when they really are struggling, which that game against Leicester for me was proof that they are definitely one of the favourites to get top four because I don't think Arsenal could come out of that situation where we're struggling because we simply do not have the firepower unfortunately so I'm very worried I can't lie to you I'm very worried the, the one thing I don't want for us to do is qualify for the conference league I'd rather not play European football in a conference league I really I do agree really do not want conference league football then so that's my that's what I do
1: not want yeah I do agree with you it's not a competition it's just not it's just not a competition it's is crazy. it it's ridiculous Uh Chris how are you seeing things? Yeah, well,
2: far less confident now the window slams shut without anyone through the door. Um, I still think we can make fifth, maybe. Um, Man United, Tottenham, although obviously that Ralf Rangnick is starting to, you know, maybe turn things around a little bit, turn a corner, still a lot of work to do there. Tottenham, I think, are in with a decent chance of maybe getting top four um they've got something we haven't and that's a top class striker and Harry Kane as, as much as it pains pains me to say it that is, that is the, the situation <laughs> and they've got a top class manager in Conte as well again who who is starting to get a bit more out of these players obviously he'll, he'll be familiar with Kuluzewski and Ben tenkor as well um, so I'm, he's a manager that can get the best out of them and get them firing um, for, for Tottenham pretty quickly so um, look We've been saying, haven't we? Without any signings in January, um, it's a big risk, and um, you know, it, with the, the the current sort of depth um, options and the lack or the lack of depth, should I say, and the lack of quality in that striker role in particular, is a big concern for me. Um, if we would have been able to get a top quality striker through the door, then I would have been quite confident of top four because we've got other players around that top quality striker going forward, Saka, Martinelli, Smith, Roma, Odegaard, who could have got him firing on all cylinders. And, um, yeah, I would have been a bit more confident, but unfortunately the lack of business is, yeah, is, um, is left me worried, put it that way. So I don't, I don't, I mean, look, top four, still possibility. You can't rule it out, of course. Um, but, uh, Mm. I just think the chances have decreased now after that window and we're looking fifth, sixth, unfortunately.
1: It's one that I hope we will be a lot more confident about in a few weeks' time after some positive results and hopefully some negative results for our rivals as well. But until then, we don't know. We've still got eight days, over a week still until that Game against Wolves, It really has been a long time <laughs> this, is, this is. There's not even been an international break, and it feels worse than that. It's been horrid. Uh, How long, it's long has it been? Two. It will be 18 days between the two games. Wow, like, nearly three weeks. Longer than international break, then. Yeah, yeah, much longer. And we've had a, a transfer window that gave us absolutely nothing. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah, yeah, it's been painful. Uh These, and we're we're only halfway through. Oh, so fine. fingers crossed. Uh, you know, these next eight days go a lot quicker than the previous 10. So, yeah. But, Bailey, thank you so much, mate, as always, fella.
0: Thank you, TC. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, everyone, in the comment section, too.
1: Lovely stuff. Chris, Hugo, I should call you now, I suppose. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) If it's not Hugo, it's Tommy, eh? Um,
2: (laughs) Cheers, guys. Appreciate it, as always. Thanks to everyone watching, and, um, yeah, have a great day.
1: Lovely stuff. Thank you, chat box. As always, if you haven't done so already, drop a like on the video and subscribe to the Arsenal way. There should be another stream for you guys this afternoon. Uh, probably a little bit of insight on Austin Trustee uh, to talk about. So we will look forward to trying to bring you some more insight on that if we can. We'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way.